What's up guys, welcome back to the John Summer Challenge. It is July 10th, day 10 of the John Summer Challenge, and we're in John chapter five, verses 18 through 47. Now, think back with me, if you can, far back into your childhood, 2019. What were you, like five? When one of the greatest films of all time was released in theaters, and we witnessed this shocking scene. I am Iron Man. This was the most insane, crazy scene I've ever seen in theaters in my entire life. And the crowd, the audience went wild. Just look at some of these reactions. crazy scene. Well, in our passage today, we see Jesus make an even more shocking statement. Tony says, I am Iron Man. Jesus says, I am God. And the reaction to what Jesus says will lead to much more cheering, but not cheering in support of Jesus, but cheering in opposition of Jesus. Jesus in our passage claims to be equal with God. And this leads to enough outrage and enough anger to the religious leaders so much that they will go after him until they convince everybody to cheer this on, crucify him, crucify him. Now, this is the change in attitude that we saw yesterday. In fact, uh, in our, this passage today follows directly from the passage we studied yesterday, that confrontation with the religious authorities. And the religious authorities are outraged that he would perform a miracle on the Sabbath. You know, and remember, you're all kind of agreeing with them. You know, you don't want to you don't want to work on Saturdays, but you have to. But Jesus does not back down or try to ease the tension. Not at all. He doesn't try to tiptoe around it or just, you know, ease attention and say, you know, okay, okay, it's all right, it's all right. No, he doubles down and makes it clear that their entire thinking is wrong. Their faith is fickle and fake because they search the scriptures thinking that they can find eternal life in the scriptures, but they have missed the entire point of the scriptures itself. They all point to the one and only 
Jesus Christ, who is the Son of God, the only one who can give eternal life, the very Jesus that they are persecuting. So let's break this passage down into three parts. Number one, a shocking statement. A shocking statement, verses 18 through 24. It says in verse 18, following our passage from yesterday, for this reason, therefore, the Jews were seeking all the more to talk badly about him. No, to kill him because he not only was breaking the Sabbath, but also was calling God his own father, making himself equal with God. Jesus equates himself to God. They understood that Jesus calling God his own father meant that he was claiming to be equal with God. Jesus made it clear that they shared the same divine nature, the same godly nature. Colossians 2 9 says, For in him the fullness of deity dwells in bodily form. The fullness of basically godliness dwells in a human body, Jesus Christ. Then not only does Jesus claim to have the same nature as God, he claimed to do the same works as God. Look at verse 19 in our passage. For whatever the Father does, these things the Son also does in like manner. And not only that, but equal to God in his power and sovereignty as well. Look at verse 21. For just as the Father raises the dead and gives them life, even so also the Son also gives life to whom He wishes. Jesus' equal authority also means that He has all the authority to judge all men on the last day. Look at verse 22. For not even the Father judges anyone, but He has given all judgment to the Son. And if Jesus is equal to God in nature, in power, in sovereignty, and judgment, then Jesus is also equal to God in his honor. Look at verse 23. So that all will honor the Son even as they honor the Father. He who does not honor the Son does not honor the Father who sent him. All this to say, Jesus is God. Write that all over your notes. Jesus equals God. This is a purpose of John's writing to prove that Jesus is God because it was Jesus's purpose to prove that he was equal with God and therefore all must follow him if they wish to receive eternal life. These religious authorities were searching the scriptures hoping that they would find eternal life. They've missed the entire point. They're looking right at him. Jesus is the only way to eternal life. And not only do we see this shocking statement from Jesus, he also gives us, number two, a sure promise. A sure promise in verses 25 through 29. And the promise is this, that you will be resurrected. Every single person will be resurrected. The question is, how many times? How many times will you be resurrected? Christians experience two resurrections. Unbelievers, those who reject God, only experience one. Christians are first resurrected spiritually 
We know this, right? Ephesians 2.5 says that we were once dead in our sins, but when God saves us, He resurrects our dead souls and makes us alive in Him. Christians have been raised from death to life, spiritually. Resurrection number one. Numero uno. Second resurrection for Christians is also sweet. Though our bodies will get old and will get sick and eventually waste away, Christ promises that one day he will resurrect our physical bodies, physical resurrection, and give us new bodies that can last forever in heaven with Christ for eternity. And so as Christians, we cling to that promise and that hope, even when life gets hard and we endure sickness and disease and many trials, we know that one day we will be with Christ forever with new bodies because he will raise us up with him on that day. Christians experience two glorious resurrections because we have believed in the resurrection and the life namely Jesus Christ. Unbelievers, on the other hand, experience only one resurrection. They do not experience the spiritual resurrection that believers do. No, they remain dead in their sins. They do, however, experience the physical resurrection. But instead of their bodies being made fit so that they can live in heaven forever, their bodies are made so that they can endure hell forever so that for eternity the unbelievers bodies will feel and suffer the full wrath of God forever and ever and ever a never-ending punishment for all who reject Jesus Christ and this is the destiny for all of those religious authorities that are coming after Jesus in our passage and trying to persecute him, they deny him and so they will be resurrected one day, but their resurrection will lead to hell forever. So the question is, how many resurrections will you experience? Lord willing, you've already experienced one, from eternal death to eternal life. And if not, Will you this day believe in Christ and turn away from your sins, the one who has died on the cross willingly to forgive you of your sins and willingly rose again from the dead? This Christ, will you believe in him? Will you believe in the one who has given, who was given a, number three, a solid testimony? A solid testimony. Number one, we saw that we have a shocking statement from Jesus. Number two, a sure promise from Jesus. And now number three, a solid testimony. Now the Lord has testified about himself many times now, but because the hearts of the religious leaders are so hard, Jesus offers even more testimonies. One, the testimony from John the Baptist in verses 33 to 35. Then the testimony from his own works in verse 36. Then the testimony from his father's word in verses 37 to 38. And then the testimony from what has already been written in the scriptures, the scriptures that these religious Pharisees should be familiar with in verses 39 through 47. All of this points to Jesus as the Son 
of God. Do you believe in this testimony? That's it for today's devotional. I've got three questions for you. Number one, what was the shocking statement that Jesus made to the religious authorities? Number two, what resurrections will Christians experience? And what resurrection will unbelievers experience? And number three, write down John 20, 30 through 31. You should have this memorized. You should be memorizing this. So write it down, John 20, 30 through 31. Try to do it from memory. If you can't do it from memory, get your Bibles and write it down word for word. Submit your answers to those questions and you will be done with day 10 of the John Summer Challenge. I'll see you tomorrow for day 11. Bye.